Hola, mis amigos. Soy la mora de París. Rochet Chanel, and you're watching the Three Count Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is. Chaz Evans, I'm your boy, your nephew, your cousin. It's the Don Chaz Evans, and you are watching and listening to the Three Count Podcast. Let's start this off. Introducing first, uh, he is my tag team partner. He's the man that runs this show because I don't do shit. I don't run shit. I just talk shit. He is the landlord of the dog pound, the red dog of red dogs. He is Red Dog Cliff Miller. Bark, 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 bark. Oh, yeah. You know what? We didn't land on a three count podcast. The three count podcast landed on us. And this is what we do. Right, Grimes? I know you're listening. <laughs> He's not getting those glasses back. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, man. And introducing next, he is the host of the new and the highest rated show for that first week in January. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the franchise of the Three Count Podcast. He's the Broncos wearing. All you know, he brings the heat when it's hot outside. Ladies and gentlemen, he is his best friend, Luda Franchise. All right. So on a serious note, Chaz, thank you for letting me be part of your show. Cliff, thank you for being my best friend for 20 years. Thank you for allowing me to speak my mind on a three count podcast. What I've learned over the last six to eight months is that you don't take anything for granted. Things can be taken from you unexpectedly. You have to fight for what's yours and remember that we are the good guys. We don't mean any harm. We need each other here. I will always teach my kids that. I will teach my unborn daughter that, that we continuously fight, fight, and fight. And at the end of the day, everything will be all right. Did you just drop that? Mm-hmm. Like, did, what? Did you really just get sensitive on us? No, 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 no. Fuck no, all no, no, the fuck that. all the noise. Not that. Not the sensitive part. Did you just? <laughs> he did that. What did what? She's did... pregnant. Not yeah. Well, of course, everybody knows that she's pregnant. Wait, wait, wait! No, no, no! Fuck off! He, 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 that's what he caught. But it's a girl. It's a girl. It's a girl. Wow! I didn't know that. Oh, wow! Well then, check. <laughs> oh, John Moxie interview out here. <laughs> well, I hope you go get that shotgun. <laughs> right here. Don't forget, don't forget the ground-to-air missiles too, because you know they will use parachutes. Oh, shit. Wow! Like congratulations. I didn't. I didn't know Aaron was pregnant. Yeah. Uh, tell me this. He probably did tell me, and I probably the gym. Of the yeah, we are we are due at the end of May, beginning of June. Oh shucks. Okay. You did tell me. I, I probably. I feel like you did tell me. I just probably didn't remember. You know, my my memory is bad. But oh my god, it's a girl. Well, congratulations. Okay, that's fucking awesome. Wow. I, I can't be the intro like that. Sorry, Damien. Um. <laughs> 
Uh, you better. You better try. <laughs> oh, man, just – all right, well, let's see what we got here. <laughs> but first of all, round of applause for Anthony. Like, shit, that's fucking awesome. I, <laughs> like, that's, that's fucking dope as shit. Um, all right, so here we go. Introducing last but certainly not the least, he f- is the Dark Lord from the great big depth of hell. He has risen to bring darkness and despair and pain and torment and, quite frankly, very inappropriate comments to the Three Count Podcast. He is the Dark Lord. He is the Sith Lord. He is his royal darkness. He is the supervillain, Damien Fatal. Now, if you got your kids listening right now, you're a horrible parent. Just want to let you know that now. Just put your kids to bed, put them away, because you know I'm going to say some off-the-wall shit. I gave you your warning. <laughs> that's, that, that's fact. So, with that being said, that's all who we have here right now. Uh, apparently, we're supposed to get some run-ins. So um, when they get here, they'll get here. So um, we got the intro and announcements. I don't know how to like, that's awesome though. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm just really giddy now. Cause uh, I like, I'm, I'm, I'm sentimental and emotional. I like sappy shit. So <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Um, all right. So let's get some intro and announcements. If you have not already heard, check out the three count podcast website. Okay. Go check that out. All of our videos are up. It gets uh, updated uh, regularly. Um, I try to update it regularly, so but um, it updates regularly. Our um, recent videos up on there. Um, you can find our bios. You can also uh, get some merch from there as well. It'll go right to Pro Wrestling Tees. But um, check out the podcast, threecountpodcast.com. Um, that's the number three. Don't you dare type in three like an idiot. It's the number three. You know how we roll. Three. I was going to say, you better tell them because you know, you, you know they're stupid. Exactly. You know, you know how we do. It's the number three. You're with, you know, four, three count podcast. So go check the website out. Cliff, Anthony, let the people know what's coming up for our Entering the Ring shows. Oh, yeah. Shout outs. So now Entering the Ring, we do have some pretty big interviews coming up. I'm super excited about both of them. Uh, Rache Chanel will be out on Tuesday. So you guys should definitely catch her. Uh, if you guys haven't seen her, she's on a- she was on AEW Dark. She's now part of SWE uh fury out of dallas so we definitely want to give a big loves uh to her and thank her for coming on the show and every once in a while you guys will see her as she pops up she's usually the one person that like just you know just joins up with us also number two we have shauna reed the pretty little psycho she's gonna be on thursday so this week so you guys definitely go and check out that interview as well we're super hyped and then anthony let us know about rttr all right, so returning to the ring, we just got done recording last week. Uh, Ron Holiday, and if you haven't, if you guys don't know who Ron Holiday is, go look at go look at his videos before you watch our our interview with him because it was insane. Uh, this week we have Basic Becca on Wednesday at seven Eastern. Um, oh, what the? Oh shit! Is that? Is that your Damien? Is that you? Yeah, that was me vibrating. My bad. Put your vibrator away. I can't. That's why it's dark. (laughs) 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 I forgot the mute. My bad. Oh, God. That was funny. That was funny. Um, 
What? All right. Also, last but not least, um, shop merch, man. You see uh, Anthony and Cliff rocking the uh, Three Count Podcast t-shirt. Go get yourself one. Like ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Three Count Pod. Get yourself a t-shirt. We got a Three Count Podcast t-shirt like they got. We got our logo uh, t-shirt. We got a... Yo, my man Cliff got his own shirt on the Three Count Pod on, on the shop. Go get that one. That just says catchphrase for fuck's sake. That's like, has it. It's comfortable. Exactly. Like... <laughs> Get yourself, and then you got, you know, got the, you know, the, the OG crew, you know, you got to have the, you know, throw back to the classics. So get yourself one of those. Go get yourself a three count podcast t-shirt. The more you buy shirts, the more designs we can put out for you. So, uh, and we have a bunch of ideas for designs. We just can't put them out yet because I don't buy them yet. So go buy some shirts. Somebody go buy, your- buy those shirts. Hey, listen, you don't want the, the dark Lord coming to your house while you sleep just because you didn't buy you. Trying to tell you whole family. Like, exactly. Like, we just like threaten your whole family. So go buy a shirt. Buy a shirt for you and your whole family. Exactly. So go definitely get yourself three count podcast t shirt. All righty. Let's get down to business, guys. It's now time for the Wednesday Night War Rundown. All right. Here we go. As we always do every week, we give you the numbers. So AEW's Wednesday Night Dynamite had 854,000 viewers, which is up from last week's 762,000 viewers. The 18 to 49 demographic was a 0.36, which is up from their 0.30, which was 31st overall last week. Now, if we flip channels to USA Network, NXT brought in 659,000 viewers, which is up from last week's 551,000 viewers. Uh, the 18 to 49 demographic was a 0.24, which is up from their 0.14, which was 70th last week. So um, both shows had an increase in views. Um, but we're going to talk about this because uh, I think most of us, uh, no, not most of us, all of us have very strong opinions uh, on Dynamite this week. So uh, let's get this thing popping. So as we always talk about, we always know. AW constantly has more viewers every week, for, at least for the most part, unless they're off, you know, with, because of the NBA or anything. So they have more viewers, but that doesn't equate. I want to make sure I put it on there. Just because you have more viewers does not equate that your show was the best show that week. That's why every week we started doing, I asked, what did you think was your favorite show? Or what show did you think was better? So before we get into the topic of Dynamite itself, or, you know, this week's uh what you call it uh wednesday night shows cliff what show is better for you uh nxt okay damien uh nxt hands down mm-hmm. uh lou all i watched was planned parenthood oh i love you lou <laughs> it literally took but it did take me three days to watch the whole dynamite because life has been busy um so, I didn't get to watch NXT, so unfortunately, I got to go AEW on this one now. My bad. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I, I got to talk about it. I got to bring it up. Uh, you know what? The dynamite was drizzling. It was the drizzling shits. Uh, it was garbage. Um, and I say this on, on numerous things. Um, there was just a lot of stuff on the show that just did not need to happen. 
like a whole lot of fluff. Um, there was things that didn't make sense as far as Cody and Peter Avalon's match with the distraction by uh, Jade Cargill. That made no sense because of the simple fact is that he got kicked in the dick and still had a good long drawn out indie match. Um, what? I, we'll get to the yeah. Let me get my the point. Let everybody go. You can. Um, the triple threat tag match <laughs> for the inner circle, which I I said from jump was the dumbest shit ever. Although the match wasn't bad, like I will say, the match was not bad. The action was high speed. It's like I just it just. What was the point? You have an actual tag team. Why not use the actual tag team? Um, just all in all, as far as on the flip side, as far as NXT is concerned, NXT is like had constantly as far as matches go. The matches were great. The story, uh, the story that were told in the matches were great. The psychology was great. Um, like I just have to say, NXT was just way better, hands down. And I always say this, and I'm always unbiased as far as AEW. I've always been. I always say there are some things on Dynamite that I like, and there's some things I don't. But all in all, this show was literally like Naruto filler. <laughs> That's the best way I can put it. Naruto filler is what this episode of Dynamite was. I was more excited for the things that they were announcing for next week and, and for uh, Beach Week. I'm more excited for that than anything that Dynamite put on this past Wednesday. It was the drizzling shits. Which you know, which can lead to another topic as far as uh, Bully Ray talking about how NXT, not NXT, but AEW is more indie rific. Uh, it is. I we I mean, a lot of us have said that it's an indie show with money. But yeah, through my pen, <laughs> Cliff, what you got? Yeah, I was gonna say like the one thing that was was crazy was just like all the ridiculousness that was happening in AEW, and I have to be honest, like. I really wanted to go into AEW with like liking the show, but you know, as we discussed, right? Uh, Peter, uh, pretty Peter, and kicking Cody in the dick and not getting a win. Um, There's a spot where they were trying to hit a cutter, and the cutter missed. Uh, There's another spot where uh, the tag team, the triple threat tag team. We obviously know we can talk about the moonsault, but there are some other spots that were missed. Um, there's some stuff like a bunch of hiccups is everywhere in the show. And it's like something like, and you know, and, and it comes to be like, sometimes you're going to have, you're going to have these shows that happen. Right. And with the company being as young as AEW, that's got to be something that we have to take into account, but it just was so noticeable that like, it kind of killed the vibe. It was a lot like watching, was it um, double or nothing? Like once like the bad stops, like once one bad thing happened and then it just kind of snowballed into like, the rest was catching up and that's kind of where I saw the show and I was like, damn, man, this is, uh, this is not good, but you know, hopefully they can, next week they can kind of get it together. All right. What about you, uh, Damien? Uh, I'm going to be nice. Kind of to a point. It was, it, it was sloppy. Like it was, it was like they were just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what the fuck was gonna stick. Like it was like, uh, yeah, everything we did have planned like kind of went out the window. It's kind of how I felt looking at clips because you know I don't watch Planned Parenthood like that. So, but uh, I think the part that really, really angers me was the main event. <laughs> Why? Why, when you have a legitimate fucking tag team in the fucking group, are you going to have a six-man fucking 
tag match to declare who is the fucking tag team of the group. Why? That should not have been happening. Period. Now, if they were going to have that match to see just for bragging rights to not represent, you know, the inner circle as the tag team, because they already got one, then that would have been a different story. I could have enjoyed that a lot more than this little added, I guess, side note. So, like, it angers the fuck out of me. Like, it's not even the fact that Jericho almost died. It's not the fact that, you know, there's, like, a few missed spots. It's the fact that the match was fucking happening and the reason fucking why. Period. The match should have never happened. All right, Lou, what you got for me, buddy? First off, don't you ever, and I mean ever, talk ill will about Jade Cargill again. I wasn't wasn't talking ill about her. I don't care if it's in that match, if she's taking a poop in the toilet, anytime she's on camera, A-OK with me. I wasn't talking bad. I wasn't talking bad about her. I just but, thought the, the segment, like that whole part, was like ill placed. They could have kept that, and I would have, like, honestly, I feel like that's really the, the my main problem with that specific match was the fact that Peter Avalon was had he's had this win streak going on, and it's you know okay, and then Cody's out here like, oh, I'm gonna beat you in a minute, I'm gonna beat you in a minute, I'm gonna beat him in a minute. He hits the crossroads right off a jump. Then Jay comes out, he gets kicked in the dick, and they still have this whole match. Uh, and I get that. And you know what I'm saying there, there was, it. It, it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not bad. I'm just defending. Yeah, I'm not the play. It's not her. I love her. If Jade I'm wants like, to come out. She can come out. Are you? But I just have to say, no, I got. I oh, I'm not done. Are you comparing Jade to Tessa Blanchard though? Absolutely. That's better. You know, Tessa doesn't like being compared to to anybody. How dare you? I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. Back, back, back to AW and the drizzling shits that you called it. It was flipping <laughs> disgusting. My wife has sold better than half the shit that was going on. And we all know what we're talking about. <laughs> I ha- I've never been so dis- <laughs> I've never been so disgusted with AEW after what after taking three days to watch that goddamn show. <laughs> I'm with Damien. I'm 100 with Damien. Why the fuck was that the main event? Why the fuck are you doing that to the boys? Right, like that- legitimately have a tag team that is fucking good. Right, that's it's not like that's been good for fifteen fucking years. It's just mind blowing. And then, oh, we're gonna don't get me wrong. I, I, I like Jade, but you're gonna, you're bringing out Jade to tell you that Shaq's coming. Why does AEW need Shaq? Are you starting to slip up and start feeling like you're gonna lose the views? That now you got to bring up another star power. It makes no fucking sense. Promote your fucking wrestlers. 
I get that because you said the same thing as far as the impact crossover. I get that. No, I, I, huh. get I get your point. I get your point. I get you. Yeah, that's the one thing about it, though, man. You've been yeah. very consistent about your points, though, saying that. Yeah, got you, Chaz. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you, you do. Yeah, you have you literally have stated that from Jump Street. They just need to be more constant. If they were more constant with their stuff, it would be. No, they don't need star power. They don't need Shaft to come. They don't oh, need no, this to come. Saying. If they were more constant with their, with their with their wrestlers and, like, doing this impact thing correctly, like we said last week, use the women. Use the fucking women. Yeah, amen. Why are you, you – like, I get it. Using Kenny to kind of start it because he's the champ, it makes sense. But why is Private Party over there getting a title shot? Why is it Nyla Rose going over there to get a title shot at the Impact Women's Championship? Or yeah. championship? A, a year and a half ago, two years ago, they, they were promoting that they're tired of the new wrestling, that, that it's all jobber and blah, blah, blah. We're going to wrestle, and that's all they seem to be doing now lately is jobbing. And I'm just like, get to fucking wrestling. That's why I loved you guys at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, JJ, up. Uh, JJ has arrived. My oh, oh, with no sunglasses on. Holy shit! I know. Yeah, it's a new season, new uh, new look, new gimmick. No sunglasses for season two. Are you homeless? Um, JJ, give me the points. What you? Uh, what you, What's your? Uh, what's your thoughts on uh, the drizzling shits that was uh, Planned Parenthood? I and then after that, I got a question for you. I can't believe I called it Planned Parenthood. Either. Um. Because what about that's what it is? Planned Parenthood. What 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 about AEW that was bad? I mean, honestly, there's nothing that I have to say, really. I got a question for you before you say anything. Did you watch it? Actually, I did. Hey, I'm proud of you. Sadly, <laughs> I wish I could take those two hours back. You picked the wrong episode to watch it. <laughs> I, I I want I want to take back those 120 minutes. I want to take it back. Can I take it back? Nah, you're stuck with it, bro. Yeah, choices. Didn't they teach that in college? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, question for you, though, man. What's it like to be at uh, Millersville Correctional Facility right now? Because that's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you, you got to tell a white wall in the back. Are you, on? Are you sleeping Rain on the block? What about this? Pot. This is this is comfy. This is like a cloud. What pod are you in? What pod? I'm not in no pod. Block C. <laughs> yeah, we you, bro. I ain't no pod. Block C for college. <laughs> <laughs> but do, um, do you, you have got no pictures on your wall, bro? Do you, you have your pocket? Do you have your pocket out, or are you holding somebody else's pocket? Oh my god! Oh, I'm, I'm, anyway, back to the topic. I, I, I want to hard back on Damien uh, talking about the consistency. Um, the same, yeah, I agree with the consistency because, especially with the win losses thing. And Anthony, yeah. I know you're an avid watcher. Maybe you can help me understand it because I still I don't get the win loss thing, and you know the sec the, the, the ranking system because there we got ranked six t- uh, people getting title shots. Like, isn't John Moxley the number two ranked? Why is he not getting a title shot? See, you don't even get it either. See? 
It doesn't make it <laughs> the, 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 the rankings made sense when they first started because the number one contenders were getting the spots. Exactly. But then, then they start moving it away, and I'm just like, why? Why? Why is there still numbers? It's because the only the lion. See, and then, and like that was supposed to force them to make you know wins and losses matter, right? And, like you know, they just like. They backed themselves in the corner because they said they're going to give something to us and they haven't done it. Or at least they, they didn't stick to it. Yeah. Well, that was like my problem when Brody Lee, and then, you know, rest in peace, Brody Lee. But my problem with Brody Lee coming in was Brody Lee came in, he made such an impact, and all of a sudden there were no pun intended, but he made such an impact to the, to the scene that they gave him a title shot, like right off the jump. You're like, right. well, wait, why does he get a title shot? Like he's got to earn his way up. And at right. that, some of these guys have been wrestling like at least two, three months into the company. And he came in in like May, June-ish, and then they were like, championship spot. And you're like, wait, no, that's that's not what you guys said was going to happen. That's that's not what's supposed to happen. Like, can we get that's this fair. right? And the same thing with Eddie Kingston. It's, Eddie's, like, Eddie's first match in, in AEW was a loss. And he came in, he came back, and they just put him in a championship spotlight. Like, why? Right, yeah. Yeah. No, like, uh, yeah. So, um, it's just, it's, it's just a lot of just, ugh, a lot of gunk, a lot, a lot of, of gunk inconsistencies. Yo. And, and yeah, a lot of gunk and inconsistencies. And like, I just, they gotta just, they gotta get that shit together. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it just, it, it died. Yeah. So, um, just fizzled the fuck out. And like, at this point, I don't even know if they could fix it. Because, like, really, what are you going to say? Oh, we're going to make it matter now? Yeah, at this point, like, you just have to eat the loss. Wave your hand. No, you're good. Yeah, are we still good. frozen? No. What? You guys are frozen. Oh, wow, we're you. frozen, but we can still see you perfectly fine. I can hear you, but I can't. Yeah,哦，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，对，
He didn't say. I mean, he didn't say he 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 didn't say he would. He just said he, it, he would hear he, them out. He would take a meeting. <laughs> yeah, doesn't mean he's gonna go back. But all right, we gotta talk about uh, we gotta talk about your boy uh, Take. <laughs> Undertaker's in some hot water, guys. Um, so Undertaker took a shot. He's he, he's in yeah he's in some hot water with it. Yeah, some bullshit. There ain't no hot water. Everybody, hey, man, let me get through it. <laughs> the Undertaker took a shot at current like the current generation superstars and pretty much their behavior in the locker room. So Undertaker compared like the locker room environment from his time to what is now like you know what they do now like kind of soft. You know he says that you know he preferred the time when men were men. You know because everyone plays video games right now and you know. Back in that day, they played poker, you know, did cocaine, you know, on the occasion there was a slight murder, um, <laughs> drugs, all that stuff. So uh, he wants that instead of the, uh, you know, the old video games and catering and, hey, pal, how was your week? You know, screwing up this man's already. Any jean wearing motherfuckers. And so um, a lot of superstars have, uh, what you call it? has taken, you know, some liberty with what he said. Uh, Xavier Woods um, has said something as well. Even, of all people, Jelly Janela said something, and he had no right to speak anything. Um, but a lot of people have uh, spoken out. It was like Undertaker, you know, being an old head in a sense. So I want to know what's your thoughts. Is Was Taker's comments a little uh, – should he get heat for this pretty much? Uh, Lou, you can start. Then Josh, Damian, Cliff, then me. No, it's his a a. It's his own opinion. That that's what he prefers. B. He's retired, so what he can he get from it? What are they going to do? Go egg his house? I think that's what the new hipsters do. Um, three. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's more. It was more entertaining watching the '90s, early 2000s wrestling to compare to what's going on now, and everything is so freaking virtual that that's what they do they play video games on youtube and twitch and that's how they make money and that's how they get followers and it it's that's not wrestling that's not wrestling wrestling is going out there and i understand that we're in a time right now where we can't have the the fan interactions before the the fan experiences because of covid but a lot of the fans now don't even flock to those as much as they did back in the 90s. Uh, is it? Oh, yeah, I think I'm okay. Happy. Well, so my first, my first two things I'm going to say is to Undertaker, okay, Boomer. Okay, Boomer. You would say that. Of course, you would. What? I, wrestling is evolving. You're good. You're good or bad. Right, we take the good with the bad. Um, if Undertaker grew up in this generation, he probably would be also doing Twitch and all that. It's just a product of the environment. So, I mean, is he is he right to his opinion? Sure, if that's what he thinks, fine. But it's whatever. It, like like uh, Lou said, it, he's retired. Uh, he can say whatever the hell he wants. What is he gonna do? You know, have a one-on-one with the Undertaker if they, you know, they have a problem with him. So, I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, okay, Boomer. 
please don't come to my house and tears on me or my dorm. He definitely is. All right, I'm gonna get a shovel and bury myself before he gets the chance to do it himself. All right, Damien, what you got? <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna say it. Everybody that sat there and bitched and my like moaned and cried that you know Undertaker said what he said are a bunch of bitches. Yes. Xavier Woods, bitch. Joey Vanilla, bitch. And any other of those names that said it, that even if I like them, are a bunch of bitches. Bitch ass niggas. With that being said, <laughs> I agree with Undertaker. You gotta remember, I'm old school. Like, I don't know. That's what it is for me. Like, you know, I want to sit in my corner and brood, and if somebody gets too close, I'm gonna shank them. Like, you know, like, I enjoy that. I'm cool with that. So it was just his opinion. He was just saying, in my opinion, the way I saw it was he was just saying at the end of the day, this is what he's used to. He's not used to that. He's not saying it's a bad thing, but that's just his opinion. Is he, is he sort of right about them not having any edge? Yes, because they're all a bunch of sensitive bitches. Read PC culture, baby. All right, so hold on. Oh, my gosh. Allow me to bring you to a new educational world that you guys may not be familiar with. I guess it's my turn. Wait, what? <laughs> so here's the problem that a lot of people are, are kind of missing out on. They're talking about the product being soft, right? And that's what Undertaker was alluding to. But he wasn't saying that the pro- like the guys were soft. He said, like, technically, they're not telling good stories. If you guys have gone back and listened to the different things that Mark has said, he has legitimately told people that they don't know how to story tell. Now that I've got, put that out of the way, we're going to take these back off. Here's the other problem that you guys are really kind of forgetting about. He has literally said that the wrestlers of today are all flash and no substance. We were just talking about that in the in the car while we were driving while we were driving to training today. Is that when you look at certain characters and certain people who are wrestling right now, we don't know who you are. We don't know anything about you. Now, is that a problem for because of you? Not necessarily because WWE hasn't given you the opportunity to show off who you are, right? When you look at guys like Keith Lee, like who is Keith Lee? We could say he's the limitless one. All right, cool, but what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Where does that go? How do exactly. we like, who is he? talk about other characters? Like, sure, I like the fact that Xavier Woods like has his own YouTube channel. You know, I do love watching Up Up Down Down. And by the way, here's something crazy: Up Up Down Down hit a million subscribers in 2019 before COVID. So it's like he's been grinding on this channel for so long. Like people are starting to flock to it, but. This was way before, like, all that stuff. He's been interacting with fans digitally for a long time. And that's why he kind of has, like, an exception for me on the rule. Because, like, you know, when you're going out and you're treading new waters, kind of like what Zack Ryder did back in the day when he started off the uh, Long Island IZ story. Like, when you saw him do that, like, he was reaching out. Fans were engaging with him. And that's why he got over. Same thing with Austin. Like, he's out there engaging with his fans. And fans are coming back to him. And they want to see more of him. It's just that 
Taker, Taker's not, he's not used to like this hybrid, like he could be this hybrid person where like he understands like the technology is really kind of taking over and that's how people are going to be able to get and interact with their fans better and more engaged and they can come back and buy more product from them. But in the locker room, there has to be like a sense of professionalism that happens. Now, granted, Xavier Woods does like all of his tapings and all that stuff after the shows or even before the shows because he wants to make sure that they're focused on wrestling. I just think the problem, though, is that we sit back here and we look at these characters and we've talked about these guys numerous times, like Ricochet. Who is Ricochet? What does he want? Where does he want to go? Where is he? You know what I mean? Like, can you tell me where Ricochet is from? Like, off the jump? He's from Louisville, Kentucky. Is he? Because I don't feel like they ever announced where he's from. It's just like we get all these flashy things from these characters and we don't really know anything about them as far as in the sense of, in the wrestling in the wrestling world. And that's why Taker is saying those things because you don't have anything to grip onto as far as your character goes. We know who the dead man is. We know he comes from Death Valley. We know that he wants to, you know, dig holes and bury souls. We and we know all the stuff that Taker wants. We know the things that Austin, Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin, not Austin Creed, but Stone Cold Steve Austin wanted. We know the things that Rock wanted. We knew what Kane wanted. Kane, we didn't even know where he came from, but we knew that he wanted to burn his, burn, burn his brother alive. Like, we knew all the things about those characters, and that's why it was so crazy to me that people got offended that Undertaker legitimately said, I don't like watching the product because it's all flash and no substance. So, where are we at? Like, who are, you know, what are we doing? Well, uh, all right. So my thing is, I don't think it's, I'm not necessarily, I'm not going to disagree with the substance and flash part. Like, I'm not disagreeing with that. It's that lock, it's the locker room thing that, that, uh, that rubs me. Let's not forget the other, the locker room that Undertaker's talking about, the locker room that Bruiser Brody died in. Like, let's not, let's not, it's not like, I get all that, but let's not forget like that. What Taker is talking about, that you know, the good old days, Bruiser Brody got was you know was shanked <laughs> and the locker room. Do we really want to go back to that? It's more and I shut up, Lou. All right, yeah, I'm not going to any locker room where I got to fear for my life. I'm already got to go into a wrestling ring. No, the fact that if you're in a locker room with New Jack, your life is already in danger. Well, I haven't been in one yet, so <laughs> it, it, it might happen. You live on the East Coast. I know it might happen. I, somehow, I, I escaped that this actually this weekend. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, it's just a lot of wrestlers died from early from drugs. Now, not to say that you know there aren't wrestlers still out here doing drugs. It's just not as prevalent as it was back in the day. I don't think there's much of a problem with with people playing video games during, you know, like I just I don't think it's that big of an issue where that can come across as people being soft or as, you know, men were men. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing like I I, I think that's what that's my issue with it. If I don't like video games, I just say take it. You don't like video games. Like you don't play video games, that's fine. Like, <laughs> you know, but well- I think another problem too. No, I agree with that. I agree with that because like you legitimately and 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 to be real, right? And I'm gonna say this, Mark can't really say anything. You legitimately had a group of guys you called the Bone Street Gang. 
that all you guys did was play dominoes. So just because the guys are switching from dominoes to console does not take away from the fact that y'all sat in the back and played games. Like, right. I give you that. I give you that. Dominoes. Yes, and, and, and remember that. See, I feel like everybody is still reading way too much into this comment or into his comments. I agree. You know what I'm saying? And like at the end of the day, all he's saying is this. When he goes into the locker room now, it's not like what it used to be. He's not as comfortable as going into the newer locker room than he was back in the day. And that's that makes sense. You know I mean, what I mean? He only shows up, what, two times, if that? Yeah, I'm just saying it's, it's a big difference, though, from when he was full-time to when he's coming in sporadically. You know what I mean? Sure. So I think that's really all it was. And everybody has their opinion on the products that are out there. Like I, and I, like I said, I don't disagree with him saying that the you know the product is you know he doesn't like the product now. It's all you know all flashy substance. That's facts. We talk about that all the time on the pot on this show. Sure. You say that. <laughs> when I'm talking about the soft part, and maybe this is the way I'm taking it. When he said it, is a lot of people don't got the balls to go out there and put themselves on the line to get themselves noticed to take chances. Uh, Not right. many people I, do that. I, I, I mean, part of that statement. There's another part of it. I just I I agree with it because in the sense of other wrestlers who have like taken a ball and just said fuck it, I'm gonna run with this, have made it work out for them. Like for instance, the New Day. For re- the reason why the New Day got over so much was because they're like, all right, we're gonna try your way. Now we're going to direct it back our way and we're going to do our thing. We're not going to give a fuck. And that's what they did. And they did great with it. But I see your point though, because I mean, unfortunately I go back to it. Like ricochet, like, bro, like you're super talented, but man, there's like, there's nothing to rip onto. But, but to see, he could be complacent where he's at. He could be happy where he's at. People are, I guess, content in different roles. You do have the people that are out there like, oh, hell no, I'm not going to settle to be second place. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out there and do whatever I have to do, throw it at the wall. If it sticks, if it doesn't, fuck it, I'm going to keep trying. I think yeah. that's what Taker is trying to say. You don't have enough of these people that are going out there and making the product competitive, which then in a whole is making the product that much better. When you have that competitiveness with each other, but camaraderie, you get a better product. You also get murdered as well. You say what? You also get murdered as well. Well, then I guess you need to carry your Glock or your Shank with you. You could be walking down the street and then somebody shoot at you. You still got to I mean, that's fact. Especially if you look like me. And a fan can kidnap you and wear your skin. Wait, what? <laughs> and you either put the lotion on your skin or it gets the hose again. Exactly. Where the hell is this going? I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I've lost it. I've, yeah, I thought in a galaxy said, far, far away. <laughs> talking about like they kill you and take and wear your skin. What? what you and put on your skin. Dying in wrestling. <laughs> oh man, I don't know what Anthony just said. <laughs> Puts the lotion on like it and an gets the hose again. Already then we're gonna move on. Would you fuck me? <laughs> I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me hard. 
Knock it off, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on to our, <laughs> our last topic. Um, so NXT. It's funny. We talked about this last week on last week's show. We we're talking about NXT has a better chance of doing better numbers if they move to another show. Well, guess what? They might not have no choice <laughs> but to move to another uh, night. Um, NBC Sports, they do uh, the NHL, right? And what else do they do? The Olympics. And the, oh, right, yeah, the Olympics. Oh, oh, <laughs> that makes it that now, yeah. Um, so also, they do the Premier League soccer. So for people who watch. Football. So, um, yeah, they're plugging, they're pulling the plug on that. Um, NBC Sports is closing down, shutting down. So, um, these uh, NHL, the Premier Sport uh, Soccer League, and the um, Olympics when I, are going to go the USA Network. We all know how the Olympics works, and we know, uh, you know, the Olympics is all weak, um, in a sense. And uh, Dynamite, not Dynamite, I'm sorry, NXT may have to move from that Wednesday slot, especially for hockey. So, uh, what's our thoughts on NXT possibly moving um, from Wednesday night to another night? For, for more than likely, it either would be a Tuesday or Thursday because you can't do Friday or Monday, SmackDown and Raw. So, what do you guys think? Uh, Damien, uh, Cliff, Lou, Josh, then me. Um, it should be a blessing in skies. I mean, moving to a different night, it kind of gives them their own slot. You know, they get, you know, you don't have people trying to figure out which one they want to watch first, which will, you know, that's probably ultimately, you know, counting numbers, if you know what I mean. Like, whatever show you're watching live, those numbers count for that. So, it's it's beneficial. I mean, fuck it. I mean, let hockey have Wednesday. <laughs> but there was there anything that comes on Thursday? No. Basketball. Oh, basketball, but on team. All right, so look, then we can have wrestling five days a week. Yeah, because I don't think that they won't go on Tuesdays. I, I highly doubt it. There's no reason to go on Tuesday. I wouldn't that's just dumb. Yeah, um, it is important to note, though, that uh, NBC Sports isn't closing until the end of the year. So we yeah. do have to make sure that that, that, that is something that's said. Because they're going to yeah. still run the Olympics. They're still going to run um, all their other stuff that's going to be going on on the channel. So that's definitely something we have to note first. Um, but prior, post that, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because the NHL obviously draws in a lot of fans. USA is in a lot more networks. Like, as far as, like, cable packages and stuff go, it's a lot more territories. A lot more people are going to be able to watch that. And uh, there's going to be a lot more marquee matchups that are going to be there versus what's happening with, you know, NXT. You know, NXT is pulling in 600, 700,000 fans. And you're going to be looking at the NHL that's probably pulling in close, like, a lot more than that. Probably, you know, getting a given game between one to three million viewers, like, a game, you know. So that's that's something to be noted. That's something to be looked at. Um, but NXT, I personally, I just want to see NXT on on a Thursday, 
Like, and the reason why is because even though I might have to compete with the NBA, it's still going to pull, it's going to have its own fans. It's going to have a lot of people come over from AEW to watch what's going on at NXT. And I think it's going to make NXT want to have a better program. Plus, I'm not going to lie. I kind of like watching the shots that get pitched. So whether like, you know, you get a guy that's like, oh, did you see what happened last night? Yeah, apparently somebody botched up a couple moves. Like, I just want to see like that kind of competition go back and forth. I I know we talk about all the time where AEW does it with NXT, and it's sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's not. But I think uh, in in a reality set, I just want to see NXT on a Thursday night get its own fan base and then draw its own numbers. So I'm kind of into for that. Uh, I think it's gonna be good for for NXT to move to a different channel so they don't. Get their ass handed to them every week like they've been. And you roll your eyes, but it's true. And uh and out of out of the out of the year and a half that we've been doing this, they've won three times. Maybe four. It's actually been like six. Oh, oh six. Watch out for those big numbers, Chaz. <laughs> I know um, that because for like the first one I started doing the Wednesday night rundown, I was keeping tally of each week on how many they've won. And I do remember the last time I did keep count, they were at like four. And then they were, you know, I think it was when they had the, a couple times where they did come and they had, uh, they beat them. So it was like, so we're at like six. I know we're not at 10. I know that for a fact. They're not at 10. <laughs> but, but yeah, anyway, so back to my point is, like Cliff said, it's the thing. They might get their own fan base where AEW fans now can watch them. And not have to worry about the numbers and Barry Alvarez can go fucking rock somewhere else. It's just, it's been one sided by the abortion clinic. Jesus Christ. Trying to tell you. All right, JJ, what you got? Finally. Finally. Finally what? It was about time that they finally decided to stop trying to compete and just be their own damn thing. I mean, like, they've been getting spanked. I mean, their butts are so red from getting spanked all the time by AEW. But they were were on Wednesdays first. They didn't announce that. I mean, yeah, they, they did, but they weren't announcing that they went live on Wednesdays until Dynamite came out and said, Oh, I know. I know what like, they did. There's a difference. There's a difference. You could watch NXT on demand, you didn't have to watch it live. It was pre taped. These shows were taped now. So that's it's it's, it's a, just a difference, even though they were on Wednesdays on the network rather than being you know live on USA. So I, I can't mm, no, I go, that ain't gonna fly with me, Damien. <laughs> um, no, they still had it first. Sorry. Yeah, Whatever. I was gonna say what they what they can have it first. They can have it first, but uh, AW pushed them out. Oh, I wouldn't agree with that either. NBC pushed them out. Yeah. 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 NBC pushed them out. Even then, even then, though, it's not. It's not official. We like. It's, it's not. This is all speculation. This is not official that 
at the end of the year, NXT is moving. Yeah, that is true. This is not like official. This is all speculation because of, you know, uh, NBC Sports is pulling, you know, uh, what you call it, all that content by the end of the year. So it's not official yet because, hell, they they might still stay on Wednesday night next year. Who knows? We don't know. This is all speculation. You're absolutely right. They might stay on Wednesdays and get their asses handed to them continuously. But here's the thing. Here's the crazy thing, though. Like, USA hasn't said whether they they could just move them a time slot and move them to, like, 6 to 8 p.m. And then from 8 p.m., obviously, to 10 p.m., we'd get uh, AEW. That might be a thing that happens. Like, there's nothing that says in here, like, oh, yeah, by the way, so we're just going to move them to a different day on a different station. And here's the crazy part, which you guys haven't even really thought about. What if USA just says, well, we're not going to have NXT, and then they go to NBC, and they're on NBC now on Wednesday right. nights? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Nobody thought about that? You mean to tell me that we're not talking, oh, we want to help these ratings? This is the better show of all the three that we got? Bet. Let's go ahead and put that one on, on the major news network, on the major cable network, on NBC. Because we saw the numbers that are going on with Fox. So why not? That could be a thing that happens. But I mean, now I'm not, but before, even you say that, but now I'm curious what's coming on NBC though on Wednesday night at that time slot? Because it, it, depending on what comes on, they're not bumping that for wrestling. I'm going to. That is true. It dep- what is, whatever what they have come on NBC on Wednesday night, whatever show, that's they're not bumping that for fucking wrestling. I'm going to keep it a buck 50. <laughs> Let's be real. If I, 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 I get what you're saying, though, you're right. That's a possibility. But but depending, I now I need to go look this up because I need to know. Because okay, there's weakest link at seven. What's on? Hold on, hold on, hold on to me. What's from eight to ten? What's on NBC, Josh? Zoe's extraordinary playlist. That's that new this show. is us. This is us. That's not happening. Oh. Yeah, that's not happening. No, 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 is that the oh, rerun? Re-run. Okay, well then. Oh, they, they might bump that. They might bump that. Like I say, because no, I'm saying, this is us coming on Tuesday. I watch I'm just saying that, that if, <laughs> Keenan, if Keenan Thompson's show doesn't do well on NBC, let's believe that's a very big possibility that they're going to bump that show and they're going to put they're going to put NXT on. It's it's a it's a possibility. Like we just throw it out there, but that's something that could happen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, if it I'll, doesn't do good, can get bumped. Those that he just named off. I'd rather watch those than NXT anyways. I knew you were going to say that. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, but think about it, right? So they average 600,000 viewers on USA. 600,000 viewers on USA. Imagine what happens if you move it to a major network like NBC on Wednesday night. Then we're going to talk about the – we're really going to talk about – The bare minimum. minimum you should be getting is at least 600,000. That's the bare yeah. minimum. Yeah. 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 So like, they, could, they, could, they could easily up that by a lot. Right. And so my point that I was going to make, you know, which is uh, if they do move, I think they should. They should use it as, a, as, as that opportunity to move because me and Cliff, we talked about it as well. You made up a good point in the car. People who watch AEW go to watch NXT. Yep, that's a proven fact that they go and watch NXT. When the channels, when, it, when that commercial goes, they're flipping to NXT. Not necessarily NXT viewers, the diehards are flipping to AEW. So if you know those 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 fans that do flip from AW to NXT, they don't have to do that. If it's on another night, your six hundred that you're normally getting, 
Let's just go. Let's pull it up another 200,000. That's 800,000 right there. That's not bad. That's, you know, and then you could be doing that on average. That's way better than what you're doing now, which is, you know, by average, you're getting half a million, you know, on average, I think. That's probably selling, selling, and I see a little short. But I think it would be good for them to switch, you know, to go to a Thursday night, whereas you don't have to, you know, worry about the competition. You don't have to worry about the channel flipping. Because like, and I'm and I'm I'm a, I'm that I'm that I'm that person. I watch NXT. I mean, and AEW. I don't do the channel flipping. I depend on whatever the side that you know. I'm like, all right, I'm watching this one live. I watch it after the fact. I, I DVR and I watch it back. So now that I don't have to, I'm going to be want to watch it live because it's a free night. So it it would be good for them. I mean, yes, I'm just one person, but I know I'm not the only person that does that. Oh no, I did it. I did it when I was watching Planned Parenthood. Right. Right, exactly. So it, you, 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 it works for them, you know. Especially since they're, you know, if they're really worried about numbers and they're worried about their getting their ass handed, because they like Anthony's right. They have been getting their ass handed to them. Oh no, they have. They like, have. Can you can you say that? Can you say that again? I've not. I've not. <laughs> well, they have been getting their asses handed to them. A little bit before right. that. Just a little bit before that. Yeah, I forgot what he said. I was like, Anthony is right. Anyway, but yeah, um, they begin their ads handed from Jump Street, like, and we can say that yes, after the first year, we can you know, we can all chalk it up, make excuses like, oh, they're the new shining toy. Regardless, they are winning. AEW on a weekly basis gets more people to watch, and they have a higher rating in the demographic week after week. That's the facts. Like they're, they're, they're the, we, we, we say the numbers every week. <laughs> the data is like we have the data. So it's not a bad idea to move them. Yeah, we understand competition. We know how Vince is. You know, he's a fighter, true and true. And I know he's, you know, he's gonna, be, you know, be hard to pull off and be like, no, we're gonna keep, t- t- you know, ticking, ticking, ticking. You know, the Monday Night Wars good. We're getting out for eighty-three weeks, but we came back. And do we really need that again? You know, like especially since this is your third brand. It's not staple like Raw was. You know, we're all going on for what you call how many years by that point before the, before Nitro came on? Oh, 91, right? 91, 91 was the first, right? first year. And then uh, Nitro didn't come on until 96, 97? Yeah, like 96. Yeah, you say, right. So Raw had what? Oh, damn near five years under their belt. So 93. There you go. 93. Yeah, January 11th, 93. Was 93. So, oh, okay, so give or take three some years. So my, my point being that they had years on li- on that live television slot. Yeah. Being and having that fan base. So they can they can they can afford 83 weeks of losing in a sense. And it wouldn't be that much of a of a deal. Whereas NXT, you've only had on the network, only your people, your fans know this show. And that's you know whoever watches on the network. If you didn't have the network, you didn't know what the fuck NXT was. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like most people they never knew what NXT was until they invaded. Everyone knew Raw and SmackDown. That's what they. That's what that's what they've been programmed for the past twenty some years. SmackDown and Raw. 
They've had a whole video game series about it. <laughs> Everybody played what? SmackDown versus Raw. I played yeah. SmackDown versus Raw versus ECW. I had that. that was my very I thought it was featuring ECW. Shut up, JJ. That was my very first wrestling game. I'm sorry to hear that. It wasn't a bad, I mean, it wasn't bad. I'm still sorry to hear that. <laughs> I know. I said, I guess what? For 83 weeks, bro. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll make this what you call it. You know, I'll announce on the show. I've never played WWF No Mercy. Um, oh, I, we're going to have to reevaluate our friendship. I'm, I'm young. You know, but next time I'm over, I'm bringing out the 64. I'm popping that in. And I'm going to have to school you. I'm all down. I'm down for it. I'm down for it. I've always wanted to play it. But like, um, that's, my point. that's my take as far as NXT, though. Like, it would be a good move for them to switch from Wednesday night, especially as far as viewership. Cliff out here throwing curveballs saying if they go straight to NBC. And, you know, even then, they might take the, take the 9 o'clock spot. And sure. do like how Raw used to do and go from 9 to 11. Which we even I, which I, or which does I, it say 10? I think would be a better spot would be the 9 to 11 for yeah. them to get, you know, but yeah, Cliff, yeah, you, you low key blew my mind when he said just go straight to NBC. Now I had to think about it and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, <laughs> pump the brakes here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I, I I don't find it bad that if, you know, it's a possibility that they can move. Yeah. So with that being said, it's now time for the greatest segment in all of the three count podcast shows. It is now time for the Red Dogs Power Rankings. No, that's that. That's last season. Well, fine then. I'll take it. <laughs> wow, you cussed me out last week for it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's Jeremy. It's not Cliff. If that's Jeremy. You're right. I don't like the yep. nerd dog. It's who I am. Bark, bark. This is what we do. Bark, bark. This is what we're going to talk about. Bark, bark, bark. <laughs> so let's get into January 24th Power King, which, by the way, I will say this is probably the most diverse list in the top 10 that I've ever done. So let's get it started with number 10. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, before you start, can you explain the new setup? Just Oh, yeah, by the way, we will. Viewers, we will. You know, for the new, for the viewers that haven't missed, they haven't listened to our previous show, um, you know, just explain the new setup so they you know when you start naming an actual match, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, so last, last season, if you guys were listening, we only talked about the winners for each match. Uh, this season... We wanted to change it up. We wanted to feature the full match with everybody who was in, involved with it because we felt like I, I, there were times where I said, if I could include this person, I would include them in the, in, the, in the topic, but I just couldn't because, you know, we were only featuring winners. So this year we decided we want to do a whole entire match. So we're going to feature both people who are involved in the match or if there was like a tag team, we featured multiple. So here we go. Let's start us off with number 10. We are going to go with Casey Canzano. Mm-hmm. Hayden Carter versus Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez from NXT and uh you know the Dusty the women's uh Dusty Cup. It was uh legit. I love that match. Number nine, this is gonna be awesome because this is their first entry into this top ten. Period. Give it up for Kaylee Ray and Jenny for NXT UK. Yeah, big big, big loves. 
So we're going to move up to number eight. We're going to bring in Eric Young versus Rhino at Impact. You know, big loves to those guys. Number number seven. This one might this one might cost some stuff. I don't really. It's it is what it is. Private Party and Matt Hardy versus Top Flight and Matt Seidel at AEW for Dynamite. Uh, All right. So I. The Matt, okay, so the thing with that, it I, I did not, I, I won't say I, I did not like it. I didn't think it was a little much. It was a little too long. Mm-hmm. I, I won't, I won't, I won't knock this one. I'm shocking you. I'm shocking you. I'm not going. I don't knock it. The match wasn't. It it wasn't that bad. It's probably the only like the only the good thing about Dynamite was this match. Yeah, and that's kind of why it, it was because it was because they had niggas in it. That's why. It made the list. <laughs> so let's go number eight. So last week, last week, this show didn't have any matches on this top 10. This week, they have a few. But Alexa Bliss versus Asuka for Raw, I did like the the change in character for Alexa Bliss mid-match. It definitely got me. Number five, this is going to be one match that I feel like a lot of people need to go check out. This was very underrated, very not talked about, which definitely is a shame. Um, and I'm grateful that Chaz actually told me to go check this one out. Uh, Jacob Fatu versus ACH for MLW. Hell Contra! <laughs> Hell Contra! My, my oos, Jacob Fatu. Because you know, me and Josh, we Samoan. Uh. <laughs> so let's get into Wait, number you're Samoan? Four. Yeah, you ain't know that? No. You liar. Let's get into number four. Uh, this is part of the Dusty Cup, so we're going to be talking about NXT Imperium versus Lucha House Party. Mm-hmm. And here's why. I know a lot of people are going to ask me why I put this match so high. Um, Imperium bringing in that European style, Lucha House Party bringing in their Luchador style, just two styles that seem to clash, but for these guys, it worked very perfectly and it was smooth. And uh, I enjoyed watching their match, so I gave a lot of love to it. Number three. One of my favorite people to watch wrestle, just in general, Kushida and Leon Ruff versus The Way on NXT. So if you guys don't know who that is, that is Mr. Johnny Gargano and his escapade that he is leading. Because, you know, it is what it is. Not the Mandalorian. So let's get into number two. Uh, this was the first match that I got to watch on Raw, and I legitimately had was astounded by the performances But both these guys. And I know earlier in the broadcast, I was kind of burying one of them, but I will tell mm-hmm. you that he is still an incredible athlete. So give it up for AJ Styles versus Ricochet on Raw. Because that ending, bruh, what? You just suplex someone on the rope, catch him, just hit him with a Styles Clash. Like, bruh, get out of here. Work of art. It was, oh, that was a beautiful thing. I was like, mm. So how do you top that match? Easy. You go back to NXT and you watch <laughs> Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Ciampa put on a clinic in a place where you could only win by knockout or submission and legitimately watch, you know, Timothy Thatcher do his thing, man. And it's a great match back and forth. I love Tommaso Ciampa and his work that he was putting in. So, yeah, big ups to both those guys. And the crazy thing was is in this match, too, you saw two different styles, which Tommaso Ciampa was looking for, like, finishers that he would get the pin in. And you can see Timothy Thatcher was the one for submission moves. So just a contrast in like the wrestling psychology, which was really cool to me. And then watching them blend it together and just have this beautiful performance. So yeah, big ups to 
Thatcher and Champa for NXT this week. Bro. Listen, if you have not watched MLW this week and you did not check out uh, Jacob Fatu versus ACH, I that was the, it was a really good match. Um, I'm not just saying that because my oops is in there. Um, oh, that crybaby still wrestling? Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Look, it's not my fault that you hate a bitch ass. <laughs> what? I don't hate. I love Jacob Fatu. My fault, life. I hate the bitch ass nigga. My bad. My bad. <laughs> you don't like Jacob. I, I don't love like crybaby. Hail Contra. Hail Contra. Hail Contra. Hail Contra. Jacob Fatu whooped his ass. Anyway, so um, I I don't see really like you said, Cliff. This was a very diverse list. Um, yes, for, the, for the power. Yeah. Did you have any SmackDown matches in there? Yeah, there was zero SmackDown matches that I liked this week. Um, and it's very tough for me to say, but I left a lot of the matches that you watched were just kind of like it. It was like it was like Dynamite show. It was just filler for whatever's going to happen next week. And I was just kind of disappointed with it. So, yeah, I didn't I didn't care for any of them. I mean, like, I think about it, right? We're going to talk into it, right? Biggie, Biggie and Apollo Crews had to rematch. Sami Zayn interfered. Sasha Banks and uh, Renwall were doing her, their match. Nothing really came out of that. Uh, there was supposed to be Paul Heyman versus uh, <laughs> Paul Heyman's matches was come up. Uh, card subject to change. Roman Reigns came in, and then Roman Reigns got fucked up by Kevin uh, by KO. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you looked at the whole card, like, what matches really happened? Right. It was the storytelling, I think, that was more predominant. What storytelling? What did they tell? What story did they tell? They started the show with Roman Reigns, right, saying that they were going to do, like, this whole match thing. And, like, that was cool, and that was kind of, like, the tie-in. But, like, it's still, at the end of the day, you're a wrestling product, and I didn't get any kind of real wrestling out of it. Like, granted, I did like a lot of stuff that happened on the show, but as far as, like, putting a match in the top ten, it was just not going to happen. I mean, that's why I said I can see that. I completely understand that. It's rough. Last week was Raw. This week was SmackDown. <laughs> Next week's NXT. No, no, that's not going to happen because NXT is too flat for that. <laughs> I can't. I, I have no problem with your list, bro. No, absolutely not. It's a good list. No, I enjoy it. I think this, this is probably one of the very, like, most diverse and solid list. So... With that being said, that brings you to the end of our show, folks. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just sorry. I'm, I'm going to cut you off here. I am starting a GoFundMe. It's going to last for about 14 years for bail money because your boy's got a little girl. Hey, yo, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> bail money. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, that's smart. That's going to last 14 years. <laughs> I don't think they last that long either. Now we can end the show. <laughs> but congratulations to Luda Franchise. He's got another mongrel co- uh, coming, another spawn of his. Uh, at, least we, at least we know your thing still works. So, with that being said, my name is Chaz Evans. It's your boy, your nephew, your cousin, the Don, the host of the Three Count Podcast debate shirt. Uh, debate shirt. The date show. I'm time to, 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 to wrap it up, kids.
here with the Red Dog of Red Dogs, the Red Dog, Cliff Miller, the Dog Lord himself, Damian Fatal, my little brother, the Napster, Q, JJ, the college boy, uh, here with Lou and his unborn child. I'm here welcoming you to, well, I'm not, well, cut this shit, man. Be there for the next episode. Be there or be square. I'm all 50 shades of messed up. All right. <laughs> bark, bark, bark. This is the end. Hey, guys. It's the host of The Three Count, you know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit. I don't do shit. I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social media. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T H R E E because you're not going to find anything. So make sure you. Follow us at 3CountPod or 3Count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.